Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. This is, of course, Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. Remember, please like, subscribe, and add comments and questions when you're listening to us on YouTube. And also, of course, if you're over on iTunes, we certainly appreciate all of the wonderful five-star reviews. Thank you for taking the time to show your appreciation for this podcast. Julie and I really do put our hearts and souls into creating this content for you guys every single day. It is our mission to educate you, motivate you, and get you guys into action. So remember, like and subscribe, and please do comment if you're over on YouTube. We are really working on building the YouTube channel. So today's show, and this is a single-day show, is real estate agents, do you really need a real estate coach? And yes, we're biased. You can kind of guess we're going to be going with the answer to the question. But what we're going to be doing is building in the questions that you need to be asking when you're interviewing potential real estate coaches. And by the way, the same approach applies to really any aspect of hiring any sort of professional in your business or personal life. That's right. There's actually nine questions that we're going to have you write down and make sure you use those nine questions that every real estate agent has to ask before actually hiring a real estate coach or coaching organization. Doesn't matter if you are a grizzled veteran or a newbie, the nine questions apply to you. So are you asking yourself, do I need a real estate coach? Well, how do you know if it's time to actually invest in your real estate coaching? And we do get this question quite often, as you might imagine. And from agents with varying experience levels, some examples of your questions that I pulled out of text and email. Here's one, Tim and Julie, I'm brand new to real estate and I already feel overwhelmed. I'm not sure what to do first, what's important and what's not. I need to make money now, can you help me? Lots of different versions of that, but that's a typical question that we get. Or, Tim and Julie, I've been in real estate for nearly a decade and I'm averaging between about 10 to 12 million in production, but I'm stuck. I can't seem to get to that next level. I'm very motivated and I'll do what you say. Just give me a plan. So we're going to be going through the nine questions that you guys should be using when interviewing potential real estate coaches. And I want to uh, invite all of you in today's podcast is, of course, sponsored by our very own Premier Coaching. And we are uh, making it so that all of you guys can join Premier Coaching absolutely for free. And all you have to do is text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or if you're outside of the continental United States, you can just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Members. Tim, A-N-D, Julie, J-U-L-I-E, Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S.com, and you can enroll that way. Now, what are you going to get when you enroll? First of all, it is free, but you are entitled to a DISC personality test. You are entitled to scripts, objection handlers. You are entitled to a bunch of proactive and passive lead generation systems and plans that we've created for you. And don't forget, yes, that does include a daily semi-private coaching session with a Harris certified coach. So every workday you get to attend a coaching session with your coach and ask them all the tough questions you need answers, especially in a market like this. We are making this program available for free because we know many of you right now desperately need a real true sense of direction because of this market. And that's what Premier Coaching will be for all of you. One of the first things we want you to do the second you enroll is get your real estate treasure map done, which is your fill in the blank business plan. And then you need to implement probably the 90 day massive action plan. And that 90 day massive action plan, we're gonna be telling you exactly what to do every single day for the next 90 days. 
This is your opportunity to build some tremendous momentum, or if you're stuck, get unstuck, or if you're new in the age, a new in the, a new agent in the business, really to you know build some huge momentum going forward. Do not delay, guys. We are in a massive economic, uh, really a historic economic shift, and new winners are going to be thrown. And unfortunately, a lot of the people that have been experiencing success for a long term are going to have to retool in order to basically continue being successful. Again, Premier Coaching is perfect for new agents and perfect for experienced agents alike. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Go ahead and do that now. You can do that while you're listening to the podcast or of course, while you're listening to us on YouTube, go ahead and text the word Premier to 47372 or just simply go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Yes, and there's a third section of texts and emails that we get regarding should you invest in coaching? So those some of those questions go like this. Uh, currently, you're in real estate part-time but wish to make a transition. You might say, this is from a, a text, what steps should I take, especially when I don't have that much time to dedicate to real estate? And Tim, you just mentioned another category which has just surfaced in the past, say, 45 days, which is I get the sense that I only know how to sell real estate in a hot seller's market. I sense a shift going on. What changes do I need to make that maybe I don't know about it? So all of these questions and texts and emails sound a little bit different, but they do have something in common. And the thing that they have in common really is they agents needing a real sense of direction. And that's what really we do. We're going to, and when we give these nine questions, the first thing you've got to do, um, once you've gotten to the point where you know you need a real estate coach, you need somebody who is experienced that's going to weather the storm and help you get to the other side, not just survive this market shift, but truly thrive because of this market shift. That's right. So if your desire is there and you're a coachable person, sometimes we don't find out and then you have to become coachable. That's okay too. Then of course, hiring a caring and competent, experienced real estate coach is the next move for you. So if it's time for you, if you're even thinking about it, time for you to hire a real estate coach, you do have some important decisions to make. How do you know if the coaching company is right for you or the coaching program is right for you? Or the coach is right for you. That's right. What questions should you be asking to sift and sort your options? So let's take a look at several really specific questions that'll help you make the right decision. For my note takers, this is your time to get note taking. And as always, our notes are available. Um, there's links if you're on YouTube, you can click over and download the notes. And if you're on iTunes, you of course have the notes in front of you. So either way, the notes are right here. Do save these notes and use these questions specifically when you're being solicited by anybody that tries to represent or in many cases misrepresent themselves as a real estate coach. That's right. So if the answer to question number one is no, then you can stop. You don't need the other the other eight questions. So the way these are designed, guys, is if the question if the answer to one question is no, then do not proceed. So in other words, right. if the answer to the first question, which is number one, does the coach have a real estate license or have they ever sold real actually sold real estate before? So if the answer is like you're you know, someone's asking you or suggesting that they're going to be your real estate coach, the first question you have to say is okay, have you actually had a real estate license? Have you actually sold real estate before? If the answer is no, they should not qualify in your mind as being a real estate uh, coach. Do not proceed to the second question. But Tim, isn't all sales training the same? I mean, I've had people say, well, I've coached lots of salespeople before. Absolutely not. And Julie and I have coached people that are outside of real estate before. And the nuanced approach that you will take when uh, coaching somebody else in sales or even a business owner to building their business 
is completely different than in real estate. Yes, there are sales aspects that are similar, but really it, there's so many nuanced differences to say that your uh, you know, sales training and sales skill set is universal to all types of sales. It just isn't true. And it just amplifies the fact that you have Mr. Potential Coach who's trying to feed me that line of Mickey Mouse has never <laughs> yeah. sold real estate before. Otherwise, you'd know how dumb of a statement that actually was. Question number two. Question number two, has the coach actually sold more than 100 homes in a year? Why is that so important? Okay, so remember guys, if the first question was answered affirmative, they've had a real estate license before, then move on to question number two. Mr. Coach, have you actually sold more than 100 homes uh, in a year? In one year, have you ever done it? And if the answer is no, do not proceed to question three. Now, why do we want you to be that particular that they have to have proven their ability to sell 100 houses in a year? 100 houses in a year is a milestone. 100 houses in a year shows the fact that they know what they're doing at scale. It's not just someone who had a few good months or you know maybe a good quarter, but someone who's had the ability, the skill set, the mindset, and the business approach to actually sell 100 houses in a year. That's going to be somebody you should at least listen to what they have to say. But make sure before you move to question three, you verify the person's actually sold 100 homes in a year. And I'm gonna give you a reference point. Julie and I, in our first bit, our first year, full year in real estate, when we were in our early 20s, sold over 100 homes in our first year. And guess how we did it? We did it one house at a time, one FISBO at a time, one expired at a time one center of influence at a time, one notice of default at a time. We did it one customer at a time. Now, fortunately, many of those customers ended up uh, doing multiple transactions with us, a seller that ended up being a buyer and that sort of mm -hmm. thing. But the reality of it was is yes, yours truly and my beautiful wife, we have sold more than 100 houses per year. Oh, and by the way, the answer to question number three, which Julie's about to read to you, is actually yes as well. And that question is, has the coach sold more than 100 homes per year for at least five years? Now that's critical because if you can, when you can do that, and there aren't a ton of people, especially coaches that have done that, when you've done it for five years or five years plus, that means that you have probably sold in a variety of types of markets, types of environments, high interest rates, low interest rates, hot market, not as hot market. Maybe you sold during COVID and you still did that but, kind of production. There's a more important reason why. Mm -hmm. So someone could have sold a hundred homes in a year because they listed a subdivision. Yes. They could have listed a building. They could have, I had a coaching Some call. lots or something like that. It was totally. They could have had their uncle Bob, who was a farmer, decided to you know subdivide his land and then you got all the listings. So there could have been some anomalous thing that caused you to have a really good single year. And by the way, that's the normal pattern for most successful people, not just real estate agents. They'll make a really good money one year and then they'll never do it again. But in any event, so look for someone, obviously question two is, have you sold more than 100 homes per year? Question three is, the coach uh, sold more than 100 homes per year for at least five years in a row. And Julie and I sold real estate for about 10 years and we sold between 100 and 200 homes every single year. And again, we didn't, you know, this was, that's what we did. That was what our mission was. That was the goals that we set for ourselves. And it, that shows the discipline of being able to run a business at a high level. But I'm here to tell you something. Just because Julie and I sold that many houses does not mean that we necessarily knew how to coach anybody or train somebody else to do it. The skill set that's necessary to know how to do something at a high level and then showing somebody else how to do it, how to do it at a high level are completely different. That's the reason that a lot of you guys are comparing, you're listening, and we read your feedback on iTunes. We read your feedback um, when you uh, give us feedbacks on you know the podcast or our YouTube channel. You can instantly tell the difference between somebody who's maybe done it at a high level and Julie and I, who's done it at a high level and shown hundreds of thousands of other people how to also do it at a high level. And we've done it consistently and we've done it successfully. There's a huge difference. I'm gonna say this again. Just because you're really good at say a particular sport 
or maybe you're great at, you know, a great chef. It does not mean that you know how to show somebody else how to do it. The ability to do something at a high level and the ability to show somebody else how to do it at a high level are two completely different things. When you run across somebody, generally speaking, a lot of people, you know, uh, if you can't do it, teach. I don't necessarily agree with that, but there is some truth to that. You see a lot of people that were not able to actually do something at a high level, and so they fall back into a position of then, you know, basically muddling through trying to show other people how to do what they couldn't do. Now, that's not what you have with Julie and I and our coaches here at our university. What we do is not only do all of our coaches and have they sold for a long time, but they sold at a high level for a long time. And most importantly, and most importantly in that it's proof that they not only know how to do it at a high level, but show other people how to do it at a high level is question number four. Question number four is the coach had over 100,000 paid real estate coaching calls. We're not talking about free office meetings. We're not talking about free video sessions. We're talking about paid coaching calls. Now that's important because there is no way that you'll even make it to 10,000 paid coaching calls and let alone a hundred thousand if you stink at it. Let's frame this out, right? Yeah, so you sure. and I started coaching full time, uh, like where we weren't selling real estate in like 2002, I think. I think that's about Somewhere right. in there. So since then, we have done, Julie and I, this is just Julie and I, not, not our coaches. We have over a dozen coaches, right? So Harris certified coaches. Just Julie and I, we've had well over 100,000 coaching calls. And on average, just to frame this out, those coaching calls cost on average hundreds of dollars each. We have done, you know, at least 100,000, probably more like at this point, we, you know, I don't even want to think about it because it's kind of depressing. That's each. And I actually yeah. did for real count that up. I don't know. It was probably six or seven years ago, a piece. Yeah, and then we just stopped each. counting. Well, we used, Julie and I for years had between 60 and 70 personal coaching clients and we would start every morning coaching at 6 a.m. That's and per week, guys. Yeah, per week. So that, that really is, again, we went from being top producing agents and being top producing agents and then being able to say, well, I'm a great real estate coach. It is not true. It can't be true. It's similar to an agent who gets into the business and, and uh, basically has never sold a house before and then says, I'm a top producing agent. It's not true, guys. It's, it's the very essence of tall hat, no cattle. So when you're looking for anybody to be a professional for you and you're a roofer, it doesn't matter, a doctor, a dentist, you've got to really accept the fact that you deserve the right to hire the best person that you can. But you're not going to find that best person unless you're willing to ask tough questions that might make the other person uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, you're worth it. Your results are worth it because it's the whole idea, guys. If you were to, um, you know, you take advice from somebody who is, it just gives you a couple little grains of bad information. Those couple little grains could take seed and completely misdirect you for, in terms of, you know, months, if not years, and right out of the real estate industry. In a changing market like this, you have to be incredibly particular about who you listen to, not just for real estate coaching, but for financial advice, for any kind of suggestions or advice. Don't just take whoever is the most convenient. Be incredibly particular. And then, you know, run them through these filters. And maybe you think of some uh, filters of your own. But again, be really, really, really picky. That's right. So point number five, this is important. Does the coach use a cookie cutter system, quote system, that is applied to every client regardless of their situation or experience level? Or is it a customized, more versatile approach? And usually that arises out of their own experience of having, you know, if you're doing 100,000 coaching calls and you've sold 100 homes a year at least for five years, you should be having a variety of different things that you know how to use, not just one cookie cutter thing. That's the reason what Julie just said. That's the reason that most real estate coaches, I'm doing air quotes here, they only do one thing. Oh, I am the YouTube coach or I am the, 
you know, the centers of influence and past client coach, or I am the, you know, that. So they only have learned how to do one thing at a high level. Now, what if you plug into their system and it turns out that working with notice of defaults isn't, it just bores you to tears. It's not for you. They don't have a skill set knowing how to do anything else, let alone teaching you how to do anything else. Otherwise they would be doing it. And that's the reason that Julie and I have, and when you join Premier Coaching, you get exposed to center of influence, past client, um, obviously lead generation. You get a whole 12 month system for that. We tell you exactly what to do, exactly what to say, exactly, you know, the whole system. We show you how to solicit directly. Fizbo's expired. All of our scripts are copywritten. All of our systems are copywritten. We show you how to pre-qualify, listening presentations, every single thing. And you can meander over to passive marketing. We show you your 12-month YouTube lead generation plan. Now, again, caveat there. We want you doing the proactive stuff 90% of the time and the passive stuff 10% of the time, especially in a market like this, but both have a place. And Julie's working on a whole series about your 12-month YouTube uh, marketing plan. That's going to start tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, the next day, yes. But the point is that, let's say Ziggy in uh, New York, right? So the types of things that Ziggy does to do her production level are not identical to the types of things that Chris Leon in Chicago or Brad in Orlando use. They use the same concept, which is you have to have multiple sources of income, of uh, lead generation, but their sources are not identical, right? So Ziggy's doing different things than what Brad's doing in Florida. And a great coach knows their client. They get to know them well enough to know what does work. And I'll tell you, one of the things that I've seen when people come to us from one of the sort of one lead generation. One size fits all. One size fits all is that actually can be very damaging because they can think that they really stink and they're not going to be successful in real estate because they just can't figure out how to cold call or maybe, you know, probate's not their thing. Well, they we, lose their mojo. We had people that have come. I, okay. I'll give you an example. Rob Johnson, one of the top agents in the country, number one agent in uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, one of the most expensive, hardest markets ever to get a stranglehold in. And this guy, I think, five, maybe six years, you became the number one agent selling like 200 million a year, yes. starting at zero, mm -hmm. coached by Julian and myself personally. All right. So he came to us and the first thing he said in a very nice, proper British, <laughs> lovely accent I remember. is Tim, no matter what, I am never going to cold call. Actually, that's Australian. I can't do British. Can you do British? No. I Especially not it. Rob. His is much more polished than it's anything I come up with. I know. I wouldn't even try. But in any event, he would never prospect. He never prospected. So we found out what his strengths were and we built his business around his strengths. You guys, sometimes, it, 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 Julie said it perfectly, right? If you plug into, say, for example, someone who's just teaching you YouTube stuff and that's all they're doing and you don't want to do YouTube, you are not good at making videos, it makes you uncomfortable and then you fail at it for whatever reason, it just doesn't click with you. The psychological burden of having to essentially have that failure can usually result in some scarring that won't easily heal over and maybe it'll cause you to think, well, you're not good enough to be in real estate. This is the problem with going with these one one size fits all coaching programs. It could be something as, you know, skills based as proactive lead generation prospecting or something as passive as centers of influence and past clients. We have people, you know, it's so true, who will never, never, never work their centers of influence and past clients. It's true. Ever. But they will cold call the gruffest people every single day and love doing it. But <laughs> never will they call us a center of influence and past clients. And we have the opposite too. 
Yeah, and you know what? Who cares? We're not going to talk you into doing something you don't want to do. We're going to, if you have certain strengths, we're going to build on those strengths. Our job is to help you make you really, really good at what you're maybe have the most potential to be the best at. And if that means there's some things you never learned how to do, who gives a rat's ass because you're already kicking ass at the things that you can most naturally do. That is the benefit of being with a real, honest to God, real estate coaching organization opposed to one of these flash in the pan, you know, YouTube coach type deals. That's right. So point number six is becoming more and more important every single day. And this is how it goes. This didn't used to be on our list, but here's what it is. Does the coach have experience coaching agents in a variety of different types of markets, or are they only familiar with a hot seller's market? Now, you could have been in real estate for more than a decade right now, sold a lot of houses, been reasonably good at coaching, but you've known nothing about how to talk to a seller when it takes 60 days to sell the house. Well, you know, the question that, you, that actually, the first question you asked is, have you ever sold real estate before? Yeah. Mr. Potential Coach, you should have added, well, how long have you sold real estate for if you had, if you sold true. real estate? Because yeah. Julie just said it correctly. If you have only sold real estate, and, and look, guys, most of you, I bet you this podcast will be viewed and listened to 40 or 50,000 times. And between uh, downloads and listens, and I bet you of all of you that are listening and you know, total, I bet maybe, I bet maybe 200 to 250 of you have been in the business for more than 10 years. Yeah. Statistically, that's true because most people fail out of the business. And I, let's just take a little side trip and we'll get back to the next point. Why is the failure rate in real estate so high? Why? It's for all the reasons we're telling you now. People listen, people take well advice from, let's assume, well-meaning people that's not a good fit for the agent, not a good fit for the person. It's too onerous. It doesn't work fast enough. And that's the other thing that you got. That's the reason Julie and I always will lead with proactive lead generation as the pointy end of your lead generation uh, spear because it will generate the business for you the quickest. The passive stuff, which all of you are attracted to, because generally speaking, it involves the least amount of direct communication with potential customers. Thus, your uh, mind is telling you the least amount of potential rejection. That's the reason you don't do the uh, proactive stuff. You do the passive stuff. The, pot, the problem with the passive stuff is if it works at all, it takes so long to make it work. And you guys don't have the money to really wait it out until these magical passive ideas eventually start to work. You guys get it? So if you're thinking that you're going to somehow make a bunch of social media and then eventually one day the clouds are going to part and all the business is going to come running to your front door, that could take like forever, like it'll never happen. And even if you do get a couple little bites occasionally, is that really how you want to be building your business? This is the reason that Julie and I will always, no matter what, no matter how trendy it is for you guys to learn the social stuff, we're always going to tell you the truth to do the proactive stuff first, because that's what's going to put you in a position to help the most people the fastest. On yesterday's podcast, I gave you guys an example of Bob's Pie Shop, right? And I'm not going to, Julie wants to get to her next point, so I'll just do this succinctly. If you opened up a normal retail store and you were selling pie, you would have to not only have a great product and a great store and have great variety and great pricing, the whole thing, but you're also going to have to go out and be really great at marketing to find the people to buy your great pies. You have to go out there and find the people that want to buy your product. You're going to have to do the marketing, the advertising, the couponing. You're going to have to do all the promotional stuff. That is necessary to sell a normal retail type product. But when you have real estate, when you're in the real estate business, you get a list 
anytime you want it, of all the people in your particular market who have their hands in the air, I don't mean that literally, well, in some cases, to sell their houses. They're called the for sale by owners, the expires, the notice of defaults. The, we teach you 20 different sources at least of, of proactive leads that you can go after, and these leads cost you nothing. So go back to the pie shop concept. What if the pie guy would, you know, he opened up a store every morning, he turned on his computer, and there was a list of all the people in the adjacent community that wanted to buy a pie. Then he'd just call them or he'd go to the door and say, I've got the cherry pie you said you wanted. See, that's the advantage that you guys have in real estate. The potential seller self-identify. And once you take listings, the buyer, you have, to, there's so many buyer leads, you won't even know what to do with them. So again, it goes back to why is the failure rate so high? Because you guys are not told the truth about how to build a long-term sustainable real estate business. You're told to chase buyers till the cows come home. You're not taught how to be listing agents soon enough. Please listen to what we're telling you and trust your intuition. What we're telling you obviously clicks with, you know, obviously tens of thousands of you. So take this information seriously. That way you can thrive because of this market. Point number seven, we've got three to go here. Point number seven, is the coach actively selling, managing a brokerage or a team, or are they basically retired and haven't sold real estate for a while? And there are some great, you know, retired coaches, but they're not walking in your shoes anymore. They're not relating to the things that you go through day in and day out. This is one of the reasons why we have daily semi-private coaching calls by experienced Harris certified coaches who are actively selling, managing brokerages or teams, et cetera. They are in it in the same sense that you are. Now, Julie and I do not actively sell real estate, but the coaches who work for us do. And we do specifically look for people that are still doing both because we want to have you know that level of experience. And all of our coaches, especially those in Premier Coaching, they're coaching in very unique and different price ranges in different parts of the country and different market conditions. We do that intentionally. So you guys can, every single day when you're a Premier Coaching member, you guys can you know essentially join your private coaching session and you'll have the coach that's in San Diego, that you'll have the coach that's in Columbus, Ohio, the coach that's in New York, coach that's in Florida. You guys get the point? We're giving you a wide variety. And remember, you can join Premier Coaching for free. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. If you're outside of the continental U.S., just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. And remember, if you're texting, message and data rates may apply. So point number eight, has the coach sold a variety of different types of real estate or are they super focused on a niche, a price range, a building or a development or some other type of specialty? They might be super great at their particular thing, but I'm thinking about some of you know people that call themselves coaches that maybe they've sold for 10 years in a luxury market. Well, what if there's a coaching client who's a first time buyer specialist? Are they really going to relate to each other? So your coach has to have that versatility of having sold a variety of different types of real estate in different types of markets. That's what makes the best coaches. But really the best coaches come from not just that, Julie, but also have they coached people at a high level in all those different types yes, of markets and all those right. different kinds of price and market conditions. I mean, Julie and I and our coaches have coached, we've coached, like I remember, guys, it wasn't that long ago, down in Miami, there was such an oversupply of homes for sale. This was maybe 36 months ago. Yeah. You could go down there and pick the litter, whatever you wanted. You've seen this across the country, guys. After the, you know, the amount of appreciation and inflation in housing over the last 24 to 36 months, and it's gonna continue into the future, was extraordinary. Well, it wasn't that long ago that some of those very markets were just, you know, the houses would sit on the market for sometimes six months, sometimes 12 months. Has the coach that you're thinking about hiring sold real estate in a market like that? Have they coached other people to sell real estate in a market like that? Some of you are attaching yourselves to people who are your coaches, your mentors, your trainers. They don't know how to get a price change. 
but they don't know how to condition the seller mentally and emotionally to actually have the house on the market for more than 22 seconds. They themselves don't know how to actually emotionally and psychologically and probably financially weather the, in, in the, the looming storm of this economic shift that we're about to go through and about to go through is a good way of encapsulating it. Mm -hmm. These are all the reasons that you guys need to be incredibly careful who you associate with. This all goes to, you know, what is it? Your, your average net, your net worth is the average of that of your, uh, your, your uh, five closest friends. Well, isn't this relevant to what we're telling you guys now? So be very careful who you associate with. Yes. And our final point, number nine, which also wasn't around maybe even five or six years ago, what other sources of revenue, especially passive revenue, can the coach introduce you to, which you can integrate easily into your existing business? Your goal as a real estate practitioner, your product is profit. That is something we talk about in our best-selling, you know, over 500 five-star reviews on Amazon book um, called Harris Rules. So your mission of your business is yes, to have happy customers, your product of your business, of your real estate practice. And by the way, other types of business owners listen to us. So any business that you're in, your ultimate product is profit. There's a great book um, that I don't remember the author, but the name of the book is, uh, let's see, Profits Aren't Everything. They, yeah, sorry. The Pro thing. Profits aren't everything. They're the only thing. Profits aren't everything, or profit isn't the only thing. Isn't everything? It's the only thing. You guys can find it on Amazon. It's the last book that you'll ever hear real estate people wanting to basically read and let That's alone okay. share with other people because it cuts through all the Mickey Mouse and it cuts through in such a succinct way. When you guys read that book, you're going to say, "Well, oh, I now know where Tim and Julie got some of their inspiration." Absolutely, because it's the it's the absolute truth. In a market like this, the agents and the brokerages and the teams that are not running very profitable businesses. They're the ones that are going to suffer the most. I mean, you can, I had a conversation not so long ago with a real estate group, let's just say, who had a commission, a total commission. And this was a group of about, and the, this gal is listening and I don't want her necessarily know I'm talking about her, but the, the team size was basically about 35 agents and they did about $8 million in commission. Okay, so from that $8 million in commission, what would you guess, listeners, her actual net was? She had her whole team did $8 million. Her actual net was 9%. Now, still, that's good money, right? 9% of $8 million. But still, she could have made that same amount of money had she just done basically a million dollars. She would have netted the same. Because what happens is in a market where the, everything's selling itself, the interest rates are low, the market that we're leaving, it's easy to paper over with cash flow the mistakes that you know will become real huge problems in a shifting market like we're in now. Do you have too much staff? Do you have too much you know, marketing, branding, and advertising? Are all these things actually, can you definitively say this effort or this expense is going to result in me helping this many people, it's gonna result in this much revenue and this much profit? If you cannot, draw a very short line between effort and results, you have to stop doing it. Because ultimately what you're going to soon discover is that in a market like this, the people that are running unprofitable businesses, they have a tendency to continue to run unprofitable businesses for too long until they no longer can. And that's unfortunate. So your product is profit. Your product is profit that comes from selling houses, but also some of the ancillary ways you can make money from the effort you're already putting forth selling houses. And that's what's really exciting when you align yourself with the right real estate coach or somebody who's transcended just selling real estate, who's built other businesses, who shown, can show you the path forward to do other things. 
So again, remember, it's who you associate with. And when you have a real estate coach or you're attached to a real estate coaching organization, the ethos that makes up that real estate coaching organization from the founders, from the main people, from the coaches, that's going to be what you know essentially percolates inside your own living cells, right? You're gonna start thinking like they think. So you better do, I'll tell you guys an example. Julie and I were associated with Howard Britton Seminars. And we this was back in the 90s. And Julie and I, after, I think it was our second year, maybe third, I don't remember, we became Howard Britton stars. Some of you have been around a long time, you'll know what an honor that was. And it was a huge honor. And Julie and I were so thrilled to be able to go to the Howard Britton Star Power Retreats or the Star Retreats. These were just for the top agents that are also Howard stars. And many of these top agents were selling hundreds of homes. Some of them were selling thousands of homes per year. Some of them flew in on their own private planes. The whole thing was crazy. Julie and I went with the sole, the whole reason we got into real estate was so we could be free where our money works for us and we no longer have to work for our money. We didn't get into it for the glory. We didn't get into it for the attention. We didn't get into it as an art project. We got into it because we wanted to be financially free. We went, so we got, finally got the nod to become one of these Howard Britton stars. We started going to these events. We started hanging out with these Howard Britton stars and we quickly realized not all of them, but most of them were certainly not rich certainly not able to basically walk away from their businesses, certainly not able to, they certainly have not created multiple sources of income. They had high volume, they had high expenses, they had great lifestyles, but if they stopped working or if certain elements of their business stopped working or the economy stopped working, they would be broke. And in many cases, that is exactly what happened. And when the, you know, we saw that happen, when the, the markets changed, a lot of those people, unfortunately, they had to, you know, they lost everything, had to build it again. And the next crash came and they had lost everything, they had to build it again. These are all the types of mistakes that people routinely make because they don't know the Warren Buffett quote. Warren Buffett says, you know, Americans love to celebrate the comeback story. And people think the comeback story is how life is supposed to be. You know what it is. You've heard it before. You might celebrate it yourself. There's movies made about it. The person who builds it up, builds it up, has this incredible life, maybe incredible relationships, incredible health, incredible finances, and then all of a sudden they screw it up. They lose everything they have. But that's not the story. The story is and then they build it back up again. Some of you might be living that pattern in your lives right now. But Warren Buffett said, Americans love to celebrate the comeback story. I like to celebrate the business owner who created it, who kept building it, who never lost it, who kept creating it, kept building it, never lost it. Julie and I came across that quote a long time ago, and I never had forgotten that. And it became part of the way we thought. So ups and downs, which everyone has sort of normalized as that's being the cycle of life. Like Howard Britton even asked us after we sold all those houses our first year, he goes, how are you going to prevent the sophomore slides? I didn't even know what the hell the sophomore slides meant. <laughs> I remember that. And I said to him, I said, what does sophomore slides mean? Well, what are you going to do to prevent your second year from, you know, not being as good as your first year? Well, I, that thought never even occurred to me. And sure enough, our second year and our third no. year, we always did more every single year. So the moral of the story, guys, is be very careful who you associate with. Because when Julie and I would go to those Howard Britton seminars, the again, a lot of those people became long-term friends, but none of them, well, one, um, became a long-term business mentor. All the rest of them, we did not want to model our behavior after them because their goals of being financially free were completely different than ours. And I'll suggest to you, if you're looking for a North Star, you're going to find it in our coaching organization when you join Premier Coaching, assuming your goal is to be financially free where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. Well, that's right, because what we do is very practical, very tactical, drilled down, it's honest, it's proven. All of the coaches are of that same philosophy. And I'll tell you what, when you go to those sessions, you know, your coaching sessions every day, you're going to be surrounded by people who are very positively minded. And, 
you know, that's, that's basically what you're going to hear. You're not going to be surrounded by negativity, by anybody trying anything out on you, any complaining. We just don't do that in our organization. We, again, I want you guys to be clear. We do teach you centers of influence of past clients. We do teach you passive and proactive lead generation. We do teach you how to prospect expires and for sale by owners. We do teach you how to do YouTube videos and social media and doing the branding and building your team. We do teach you how to do all of that stuff because all of those things have a logical place in your business. You just have to know which order to put them in. And you just, you have to also then know how much emphasis, how much of your time, in some cases money, you're supposed to be uh, putting into those things. And what happens to a lot of agents is they don't, they, they, you know, attach themselves and social media is this big fad that's, you know, starting to wane because agents are realizing this does not generate business for me. This does not generate money for me. This is essentially a lot of the, you know, a lot of effort with no results. And that whole fad is going to start washing out. But the moral of the story is we will cater to your, you will join Premier Coaching. You're then going to find, well, this is something I'm comfortable with and this is something I'm comfortable with. Your coach is going to ask you if you you know, have business, if you've done you know, transactions and hopefully a lot of them, where has your business come from? Well, you probably don't know. You're probably going to guess. Well, no, we're going to drill down. We're going to find out where that, those deals came from. And then we're going to add it up. We're going to figure out what percent came from where. And then where have you got the most percent of business? You're going to be doing more of that. You're not just going to be hopping from one little bright, shiny object to another. Whatever's working, you're going to become excellent at. Then we're going to add something else. And just because you're adding a new skill does not mean that you're going to leave what has already served you well in the dust. If, what Tim said is right. One of the, and This is a big difference between coaches versus trainers. A really great coach is going to find out where your sources are really feeding you. What is actually working? What are you pretty good at that we can make you great at? And then we're going to add on from there. So what coaching does is it it strings all of these thoughts together for you and gives you direction. And I'll tell you, Tim, you know, one thing that I'm really proud of is, you know, our long-term clients, why do they stay with coaching? It's because when you join coaching, you have a different set of questions and challenges than when you take action and you take direction. I'm, I'm thinking of people who get into maybe, you know, increase their lead generation, then they do what we ask them to do. And then all of a sudden, and it always cracks me up because it sounds the same every time. You're not going to believe what happened. I talked to these 10 people. I got two listing appointments. I just took one over the weekend and it already sold. What am I going to do? I don't have any time management strategy. Julie, pop over to iTunes and read the hundreds yeah. of reviews that we have there. Right. And you're going to see and read people saying that exactly that. I listened to Tim and Julie in their podcast. I joined their coaching program. I'm a new agent. I'm a seasoned agent. I changed this. I did this. I Read the reviews. You'll see people saying exactly what Julie just said. That's the difference. That's what we do. And yeah. it, the thing is, is I ask myself, sometimes like is coaching uh, is it coaching right for everyone absolutely uh provided that you're actually willing to do what your coach suggests that you do now if your coach suggests that you do something that is completely foreign to you and you will not do it, it's a bridge too far but there are other things that you will do that you're maybe more in tune with doing a good coach, to Julie's point, is going to have you do those things. The other yes. things that you don't want to do that are completely strange to you, don't do them. Don't feel bad for not doing them. Just become really good at the stuff that you are comfortable doing. Guys, there is no right way or wrong way to build your real estate business, but there are right ways and wrong ways to build a real estate business that makes profit. So don't forget that. That's right. So if you like what we're doing on the podcast, you will love coaching. So just text Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, to 47372. And like, subscribe, and add comments and questions if you're listening on YouTube. We do pay attention to our comments, and we do answer your questions. So today we've been talking about the really important question, 
Do you need a real estate coach? And assuming that you do, which you all do, how do you decide on who's going, who you're going to hire? So hopefully with the nine questions that we gave you, we have answered that for you and we are ready to take you on. So again, text the word premier to 47372. Or if you're outside of the continental United States, obviously go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Thank you and have a fantastic day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.